0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's get to the phone lines right now because, as much fun as we're having, we have even more fun when this guy joins our show every single week. Low key, it, my
1: favorite person that we have on
0: the show every week. Oh, I, I had to agree. Um, until the other guys High come key. on, then I say the same thing to those guys, too. Our Odyssey NFL insider, just kidding. Brian Baldinger, you can always hear Brian with Jason Lockin' Four on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. Just search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Baldy, thank you for joining the show. I heard that you were in Houston. Was it Houston, right? And it can't be anything compared to this game in Buffalo tonight because it looks terrible. Don't you wish you were in Buffalo tonight, Baldy?
2: Well, I was in Indianapolis and, and Houston. I was in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. I did that game. And then I, I got to Houston on Sunday morning, and I, I, I saw the Colts just you know run right over the Texans. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I played up in Buffalo. Man, I love that weather. It's football weather, man. No big deal to me.
0: Well, Valdi, I, I know I'm talking to an Iron Man right now, so I got to ask you about this game yeah. so far tonight. Right now, New England, they're up 11-7 to 7 in this game. What have you seen from either team? Of course, it's going to be a, ru- a dose of a lot of run, of course, because of the the win, but what do you see that you like or maybe dislike from both sides, and how would you make adjustments for specifically the Buffalo Bills who are trying to come from behind now at home against New England?
2: Well, to be honest with you, I'm not watching it. I mean, I'm in the film room here studying. Oh, the- so, yeah, I, I just got done watching the 49ers-Seattle game. So, you know, I'll study that game at 6 in the morning. But uh, I'm still trying to catch up from what happened yesterday. So uh, I might be able to catch maybe the second half of that game here today. I might know a little bit more if you want to call me back like in an hour and a half.
0: (laughs) No, that's why we can talk about the game that you're studying. Cincinnati. I'm not Cincinnati. Let's talk about San Francisco versus, uh, of course, the uh, Seattle Seahawks. What the heck happened? Like, they're talking about the quarterback position. Of course, Jimmy G, Trey Lance, what's the future there? What do you think the future holds for them at the quarterback position? Because they came out looking good, and then, you know, everything went downhill after that moment. Is Trey Lance the future for that team, or should they look outside the box? Or is even – do you think Jimmy G is still the answer for them at quarterback?
2: Well, I mean, Jimmy G is – I mean, he he threw a couple interceptions, but it's not the reason why they lost the game. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, they had one turnover after another in the the third quarter. They gave up the safety. The right tackle got beat. Um, they 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 created four fumbles in 12 plays in the first quarter and recovered one of them. Yeah. Like, they didn't get the loose balls. You know, in basketball, it's all about getting the loose balls, get the loose change. Yep. You know, when I was a kid, I'd put my finger in every single uh, Coke uh, machine there was to see if there was any loose change in there, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I've never turned down a chance to get some loose change. So that that's all that. But look, I mean, if Trey Lance is the third pick in the draft. They made two trades to go get him. I mean, he is the future whenever that is. But I wouldn't run Jimmy G outside the door. I mean, they're six and six. They're right in the middle. Heck, everybody's six and six. You know, what I mean, like, it, there's a, a lot of football to be played. Um, so I, I don't expect any wholesale changes right now down the stretch. They they got to start, you know, I mean, get back in a winning ways. They had many chances yesterday to win that game.
3: Uh, Baldy, I'm preparing for life without Aaron Rodgers as a Packers fan, so my new two favorite quarterbacks are Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Got to watch both of them play against each other. Uh, Obviously, like, that game was over in the first quarter. I know that the Bengals get back in it, but then Joe Burrow gets injured. What are your thoughts on both teams? Like, who do you think set up for success better in the AFC to make a run this year?
2: Well, I mean, I was real bullish on Cincinnati. Um, you know, it's what they've done to Baltimore and Pittsburgh. They, they've scored 41 against both those teams, and they're both good defensive teams. And I, I really thought Joe Mixon was going to get off and get running, and, and I, I thought that was going to be the formula. And obviously, that didn't work out. So, I mean, they're both hot and cold. I mean, just look at them over the last five or six weeks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's it, you, I can't really say one is ahead of the other right now. I love both quarterbacks, period. I like both teams a lot. But then, you know, they both have really struggled at times over the last 6 weeks. So I don't know who's in front of who right now, I and mean, I thought going into this past weekend that Cincinnati would be the front runner to win the AFC North. They were 3 and 1 in the division, and I thought, "Okay, they got the running game going, the offensive line looked fixed, and then defensively they were a mess yesterday." So, uh you know, I, I don't know which one has the advantage at
3: this point. It's uh, hard to say. Baldy, with Cincinnati, like we were talking, like, because we're a gambling show, obviously. Zach Taylor was the favorite to win coach of the year a couple weeks back. But, like, when I watched yeah. Zach Taylor, like, yesterday, they burn a timeout uh, to go for two, and then they get a false start, I believe. It gets called back. And so then they end up kicking the field goal, missing the extra point. I just feel like there's times where I watch it, and I'm like, Zach Taylor really coach of the year? Do you think that maybe he's the reason that they lose some of these games, or are you high on him?
2: No, I like Zach. Okay. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, these coaching decisions, they don't. I mean, sometimes they do win or lose game. I'm not yeah. gonna, you know, say that yesterday that was the dis- deciding, you know, pivotal play in the game or anything. I mean, it's hard to go against Cliff Kingsbury right now and what he's doing. I, I mean, you could, you know, I mean, if Brian Flores pulls this team out of the crypt, you know, I mean, everybody was throwing dirt on Miami five weeks ago, and look at him right now. I mean, teams can't score against him. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of football to be played before we sort of decide who's the coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, there's so many candidates.
1: Uh, Baldy, you're exactly where I want you to be. Which you know, you mentioned Miami, the defense, of course, is stifling. Yeah. Uh, outside of the defense, uh, what are they doing right now offensively? Right uh, during this win streak?
2: Well, they're getting the ball to Jalen Waddle. You know, consistently. Now he didn't have the game that he had the week before yesterday, but the Giants have better corners. Uh, but they're they're getting the ball to their star wide receiver now. You know, the week before he you know, he had a big touchdown and you know, a lot of yards. But they're they're getting he's he's getting the ball a lot. Um I think Tua is so underrated mechanically, like his footwork and his the way that he goes through progressions, I think he's really, really good. They don't run the ball well, they don't have a great offensive line. And those show up every week. But the defense is bailing him out, you know, and keeping the games close enough or giving him field position or whatever. Um, you know, all everybody on defense right now, Javon Holland Jalen Phillips, Xavier Howard, Jerome Baker. I mean, pick a guy, Christian Wilkins, pick a guy. They're all playing great. And then more than that, they're playing really well as a group. And they're really, when they do, when they run their blitz zero packages, meaning they're just basically man to man on the back end, I mean, nobody's really figured out this conundrum yet
1: over the last five weeks. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that about Tua. There was this big article in The Ringer that came out a couple of days ago about Tua's RPO stats and how they skew his numbers. He's got, like, 9.3 yards per attempt on RPOs, which is the best number in the NFL. But then in standard formations, he's well, well below average. I think he's, like, bottom three. Like, is this just— Cherry picking stats, or is there actually something to the fact that the Miami Dolphins has built an RPO scheme around Tua, and is there something to the fact that he's just not great outside of that RPO scheme?
2: No, it's, look, it's look. These stats, you know, sometimes they're just stats. But I mean, what you said is really a great point. He is a very good RPO quarterback, but they have to be good at it because they're not really good up front. It's a way to sort of help out the offense line. I mean, you put the defense in a in a quandary for about a second. You know, is it a run? Is it a pass? Are they giving it or throwing it? And is really good at it because his footwork is really good. Uh, like, he's better at that than I think Lamar is. You know, Lamar's footwork isn't the same as Tua's. He's he's more talented guy and all these things, but Tua's good at that. I mean, it's a, it's a good way for them to move the ball. And it's stinking dunk, but at the same time, you know, it's a pass and it's a completion and it gets you into a rhythm. But ultimately, when they don't have the luxury of that, they're not great at protecting the quarterback. I mean, their offense line is just very average to blow average and they don't run the ball well. So it's a way to kind of cover for that in a way.
0: We're joined now by our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Baldy, don't look now, but I bet against <laughs> my Washington football team every yeah. single week. Yep. I've, I've lost money four straight weeks. So no, now, now, now I have to support them because I thought they were dead. Robert Berry coached teams after the bye. They turned the corner. They make adjustments. And now look, my Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys coming up on Sunday. This is the game of the week. I don't care what else is on the freaking slate. This is I'm the game you. that I care about. What yep. is the key to why Washington has been so successful? Has Taylor Heineke turned the corner? Or is it more about this defense who they have played out of their mind after a slow yeah. start um, You know, to the season?
2: Well, I mean, they just, you know, they won two games in six days, um, you know, against Seattle and then yesterday against the Raiders because they were able to defend a two-point conversion. I mean, it came down to that. I mean, I've never seen back-to-back 17 to 15 wins in my life by any <laughs> team. But, you know, J.K. O'Haneki has played really well. I mean, he's thrown seven touchdowns, two interceptions, a four-game win streak. Antonio Gibson has 95 carries in these four games. They feed him. Yeah. And the well, offensive he's holding line, on to the ball,
0: too, finally. What, what's that? He's holding on to the ball as well. That's major. Yeah,
2: I mean, look, I mean, you when you carry the ball as much as he does, I mean, people are going for it all the time. Yeah. But he, he, they're protecting the ball, they're doing a good job with that. Um, you know, they're playing without JD McKissick, you know, got hurt, and so they got to work around that. Uh, but the offense line's playing really well. I mean, they've made a change at center because of an injury, but Eric Flowers, he's playing at a pro Bowl level along with Brandon Sheriff, and they really execute well um, when they have to. And that's the key right now. They're not beating themselves. They're executing well. Even without, you know, Montez Sweat and Chase Young and some of the guys they they don't have right now, they're still playing really disciplined defense on the back end. Uh, And it's it's really well coached.
3: Uh, Baldy, staying in the division, your thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagles, what they've been able to do, and what would you do with the quarterback position? Because I love Jalen Hurts, but Gardner running that offense, like it looked like he was just made to run that offense. I know it's a short sample size one week, but they look good and continue to look good.
2: Well, I mean look, they they did play against the Jets. Yeah, you know, that helps and there's there, there something to that. Uh, you know, Gardner is, is good at getting the ball out quick. I mean, from his days at Washington State, I mean he's just spread him out, find the best matchup, get the ball out. I mean he's good at it. Put the put the top gun coat and the aviator glasses <laughs> on him, and like
1: he's he's good to go.
2: Yeah. Uh you know, if you if you pressure him, you know, in different ways now, he has shown that, you know, he's not a hundred and thirty three quarterback rating quarterback. Uh, But I like Jalen Hurts. They did stick with the run. I mean, they really mauled the Jets yesterday. Miles Sanders had his best game. They're really good up front. And uh, I think they're the best offensive line in football. So I was saying, like in breaking the game down, that uh, that was the 21st start for Gardner Minshew. He's never been protected like that in his life. They go back to Washington State, he's never been protected the way he was. He could hold the ball and really look down the field and find – You know, Quez Watkins and a bunch of different Dallas Goddard, a bunch of guys yesterday. But I I, I still believe Jalen Hurts gives them the best chance. But I do like when the Eagles stay committed to the running game and don't get away from it, and They do that a lot of times.
1: Baldy, you said you were uh, in the Big Ten title game. Uh, What's your thoughts just really quickly on Michigan, Georgia, and the line right now, Georgia's seven-and-a-half-point favorites. From what you saw in person, what do you think about that?
2: I love their defense. I was talking to Charles Woodson before the game. He's like Baldy, man. This, you know, they they returned nine starters from a year ago. A lot of experience. I think Aiden Hutchinson is the best player in the country. Um, David Jabo on the other side is really good. I mean, they've just got talented players. Uh, you know, Brad Hawkins has start, has played 55 straight games for the maize and blue. I mean, more than any other player in history at Michigan. They're really good defensively, and so I think if the defense really comes to play and keeps the score down. Like they, they, they've got players and some playmakers on offense, but you know it's a different caliber of football. So they'll get tested physically, but I think they're really good uh, defensively. And I, I think they can keep if they can keep the score below 24 in that game somehow, then they'll, they'll be in the game. Baldy, one word answer:
0: Who is your favorite to win the Super Bowl right now at this moment?
3: Uh, I take the Patriots. Oh. Love it, Brian. I, I, Brian, Brian, Brian I got him 35 to 1 man you throw me a couple bucks and I'll split the ticket with you I'm just kidding I, I'm with you though man I mean Mac Jones looks so damn good wow yeah.
0: thank you Baldy yeah. I appreciate you joining the show yeah. have a great breakdown guys, see you tomorrow morning yeah. that is okay. Brian Baldinger R. Odyssey NFL insider you can hear him of course well God, compliments so of the Roman insightful. guest line so get jealous. a free online ev- come on guys I read. we got we these sponsors to pay get a free online evaluation with Roman for ongoing care and needy, all from the comfort and privacy of your home, go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL to get $15 off your first month. That's roman.com slash BetQL.